It is episode eight time. This might come out later, but this is probably the first time we've done that, that back to back. Back to motherfucking back, let me tell you. Holy shit, talking mushrooms. This is episode eight, everybody, on uh, season one of Dead Bat. You already know who this is. This is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox. And this is the world's greatest detective. And uh, we have our second guest on the phone. We probably have talked about this man more so than I talk about my own life decisions. Um, just... This man has the best fucking Wolverine we have ever seen. And on top of that... Uh, a Jack Sparrow cosplay that is not too shabby. And the best part, you can't tell the difference between them. They don't look like the same person. Yo, seriously. But uh, for, but for everyone else who's wondering, it is department underscore H cosplay. What's up, dude? Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. Um, we're, we got a crap ton to talk to you, to you all just about in general. But, um, yeah, man, uh, we've got the Road to Infinity War, we've got MCU stuff, questions, uh, cosplay stuff related as well, because I know all three of us are cosplayers, uh, and all that goodness. Um, before we do, though, uh, guys, give us a thumbs up on Facebook. It's going to be DeadBatXX. Uh, we now have a Patreon, so DeadBatOfficial, you'll find us there as well. Uh, both instagrams of the trigger happy chatterbox and the world's greatest detective 626 along now that we have our special guest here department underscore h you will not be disappointed by all three of us please like us please share us don't make us beg oh yes which is like another line we always say on the show um but uh department h I'll keep I'll keep the name right off the bat. Um, also known as as Gallon, but we'll we'll you'll hear me go in and out of that. Uh, we asked uh, Bane Bravo because we wanted to uh, know about the cosplay lifestyle within all of us. Like we all have our own story. Um, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to throw the first question. How did you get into cosplay, buddy? Um. Well, I, I guess it started because I just always really liked Halloween. I took Halloween probably more seriously than uh, anybody else I knew. Um, uh, the uh, Jack Sparrow and, and the Wolverine were both characters that I, I really wanted to do right. I did a, a very, very early, very primitive version of Jack Sparrow for a Halloween party uh, back in college, uh, back uh, shortly after the first movie came out. Um, there are only two pictures of that cosplay that exist. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just I just always did uh, really elaborate Halloween costumes, and and that was it. And then I, um, I believe it was Pentacon twenty fourteen. Uh, it was the first time I had actually gone to a Comic Con, and uh, I, I I don't really count my first two uh, attempts as real cosplay. It was just you know jeans, a button up. My, my old motorcycle jacket and, and some claws, but I, I, you know, I didn't have the hair, I didn't have the chops. Uh, I was a little overweight, which, you know, shouldn't deter anybody, but, like, I, I just, I didn't feel like Wolverine, uh, and most people didn't think I, I looked like him because uh, I have, you know, really short hair and very clean-shaven. Um, but that, that's kind of what started it, and it wasn't until, like, my third uh, Pentacon that I decided to go all out and uh, I was going to try to do the yellow and blue spandex uh, version, 
but I, I didn't finish the cowl in time yeah. uh, for Wolverine. So um, I ended up doing this sort of uh, closet cosplay version of Jack Sparrow. It, it was a Halloween costume from earlier that year, um, and then I just fixed up a bunch of it just prior to uh, to that time to come. And that was my first, you know, that's what I consider my first real, like, cosplay. Yeah. Um, because at that point, like, you, you couldn't see me under it. it um, and I even show, I still show those pictures to some people and, that you know, they can't tell it to me. Um, and then you show that those old pictures compared to my new Jack Sparrow and that there's there's no comparison. Like, you, you couldn't tell that those are the same two people, let alone that either of them is me. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that, that, that's what it was. Uh, Pentacon, uh, three years in a row, and just finally finally, uh, finally pulling the trigger and uh, doing the best Jack Sparrow I could with what I had uh, at the time. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's... And uh, for those that are uh, listening, you probably have heard us talk about Department H a couple times here off of the Pentacon visit. I'm going to tell you right now, man, the the first impression I got when I met this dude, we were at the uh, the vendor hall day one. I was exhausted. I think uh, about hours prior, I was telling Kyle, I'm like, I'm not really feeling it. Um, but he was like, no, 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 I'm going to go in my costume. I'm like, all right, all right. So I put on the costume. And I, I went, I went with them, and all of us got ready and stuff like that. And so when we went into the vendor hall, I just—I'm gonna tell you this right now, Gallon—the excitement I saw out of someone who looks exactly like Wolverine. Yo, I almost screamed at the mountaintops. My childhood of the X-Men animated series—it was—it was that crazy. Um, Kyle can tell you how big of a Wolverine fan I am because he bought me a. Uh, old man logan statue that's right next to my uh my tv nice. uh, so seeing somebody who pulls off wolverine and and just and has that relentless rebel face whenever he sees me it's just it's it's always great um we were talking to bane yesterday i was like you know what the funnest thing about being deadpool is three hours of material for wolverine Because you could just never get tired of it. Like, with him and Spider-Man, it's the funnest shit in the world. You can literally, like, uh, I, I was telling him yesterday, we were, like, we I had this uh, this Spider-Man. I, I wrapped my arm around him, and I was just like, hey, how's it going, Spidey? Listen, I just want to go ahead and tell you, you have a lot of girlfriends for being the nerd in your high school. Like, let's just go through a head count, shall we? Okay? Um, We have Aunt May. We have Mary Jane. We have Gwen Stacy's neck. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> and just uh, yeah, I think that's still too soon. <laughs> yeah, I he he played it off right. He was like, eh, you know, everyone gets one. <laughs> I love it when people do that at cons. You know, I mean. You see Deadpool, and you know there's probably an eighty-five percent chance he's going to fuck with you, unless he's tired. Uh, definitely. Um, but uh, th- this this particular meeting with with you guys, it was the first time uh, that I met a Deadpool that didn't make me wish the claws were real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most uh, most of them like I just jump up and start humping my leg while I'm in the middle of a picture with kids or whatever. Uh, so it was actually, uh, pretty cool to have, uh, be able to get that, you know, that, that banter, you know, you know, go fuck yourself, Wade. 
that kind of stuff without being just too obnoxious. And uh, I don't know. I think you, you got that right balance there uh, for for Deadpool. And, and, and you, you knew when to when to ramp it up and when to tone it down, depending on who was around. Uh, you know, for the audiences, because you know kids go to these things too. Yeah, most um, definitely. And, and and I think finding that balance is important. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it was definitely a fun fun meeting. Um, I saw you see me, and you were like running down the stairs, and I'm like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, it, it ended up being a lot of fun uh, and just hanging out with you guys. So, uh, yeah, that, that was my, my first impression. And then, of course, uh, just a killer Batman. Just awesome. Uh, yeah, great job there. Thank you. It was, uh, it was only then that we managed to... Uh, I know it was the day I did Red Hood and stuff, and, and we were... we. I mean, it was it was crazy, man. Like... The demographics for me and uh, Kyle are vastly different. Like, of, of course, he gets the he gets the kids. I get the one or two kids with the cool ass parents that probably wear Star Wars shirts that are like, "Yeah, he knows who you are." Oh, I'm still not gonna curse, dude. No, 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 you're fine. Go ahead, dude. I'm really not wanting to curse right now. Um, yeah. And then there's you know, and and the, and the best part about it is again we do this for. I mean, I know we love all the characters we play. But I think it's that one person you can change um, on their day, or you can change this their whole feeling, being that character. I I think I think all three of us. I think we could just say that we just do that. And um, you you yeah. did that for me when I saw you. I was like, okay, I was tired. I ain't now. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, and yeah, that was that was towards the end of the day too. Like they were getting ready to close the place up. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was walking down the stairs, and I was like, you know, John, he goes, what's up? I was like, is that your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm about a foot too short to be Hugh Jackman, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I did briefly consider changing my Instagram handle to either um, comic-sized Hugh Jackman or uh, small Ackman. Uh, oh my back. god, that's perfect. That is actually but, uh, really good. I figured most people wouldn't get it. Uh, and then since I do uh, you know, Jack Sparrow and I do a couple others, uh, I, I didn't want to narrow down uh, the options there. Yeah. Um, whereas Department H, um, I also thought about adding another P to that one, so then Department H has the Wolverine connection being the agency that he uh, he worked for when he was in Alpha Flight. Yeah. Um, Wow. Um, Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Wow. You're probably the first motherfucker that brought up Alpha Flight. Props to you, good sir. (laughs) Well, uh, so when I first uh, picked uh, Department H, um, I was basing my knowledge off the, uh, what, 2003, 2004 video game uh, X-Men Wolverine's Revenge, which was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Hamill playing the voice of Wolverine. uh, Yeah. Just awesome game. But the like the data files that you collect as you go through the game uh, describe Department H as the agency that uh, you know ran the Weapon X program. And then when I looked it up later, like that was that's how they did it in the game. But in the, in the comics, um, Department H ran Alpha Flight. Um, so either way, there's there's that you know the origins of Wolverine are are, are rooted in uh, Department H, uh, yeah. regardless of which which variant you go with. Uh, but I, I also ta- toyed with the idea. I'm still thinking about of adding a second P 
to Department H because then it's Depp, Department H. Yeah. And then I, I get the Jack Sparrow reference in there, too. Oh, yeah. Which... And other future Johnny Depp characters. Uh, I, I want to revisit an old, a couple of Halloween costumes and turn them into full-up cosplays. Sweeney Todd, um, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, I did um, I did Willy Wonka as a Halloween costume back in college. Nice. Um, and I, I would love to, to bring those back. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I hear you, man. That's that. That's really awesome, by the way. And dude, yeah, for for I know we were saying earlier in uh, the the cast, we were talking about how you did uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I'm just gonna let everybody know when we went to Pentacon, he came up to us, and I needed to look at him twice. I was like, oh fuck, it's Wolvie. <laughs> I think that was everybody's initial reaction. Like, um, you know, I. I I was talking to my cousin after we got back from Benzicon, and I said, um, you know, that, that that Jack Sparrow looked really good. And she was like, yeah, 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 he did. And I was like, did you know he was the Wolverine, too? And she went, what? <laughs> that was like my favorite part of it. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know what, that's probably how I would describe a um, a convention, though, and, and cosplay in general. If people were to ask me, you know, what is it that you do? And you go, hey, you remember when you would go to, like, a Halloween party and they would tell you to bring a costume in college? It's kind of like that, but uh, on a much larger scale. Yeah, like on heroin. Like, yeah, it's a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, oh, so much more expensive. But uh, I, I got to say it, um, uh, the uh, the wigs that you saw me wearing, the facial hair, uh, I, I mean, my cosplays wouldn't be a fraction of how good they are and, and I'm, I'm trying to be humble here but I do know that they are good um, but the cosplays themselves would not be anything near what they are uh, had it not been for the, the folks at Hero Hair who made both wigs, both sets of facial hair um, and then Travis from Hero Hair, he, uh, he taught me how to distress leather and how to read, like take the color out of leather if it's the wrong color and then change it um, to, to something that, that's more screen accurate and uh, I learned a lot of like just distressing from uh, him that went into um, that went into Jack primarily and then Kate is another uh, hero hair uh, person she helps me um, via like text messages and <laughs> uh, helps me like dye the vest for my Jack Sparrow because it was the wrong color. Uh, I ordered it off the internet and it looked like, uh, you know, a light-ish blue kind of something that would be maybe passable and I get it and it's this super light gray, like, mm-hmm. uh, like Confederate gray and I needed it Union blue uh, to start with. Uh, if, if you guys are familiar with history at all, like that's that's how how far off the color was. So yeah. I dyed this whole thing, and, and Kate from Hero Hair, she yeah, Kate from Hero Hair, she uh, talked me through that whole process. Uh, so so Jack Sparrow is very much what that cosplay is because of all the help I got from all all of the people who work for that company. Yeah, uh, they even put me in touch with the person that custom made my hat. Um, uh, who, and that, uh, individual is, um, she actually makes the hat 
and headgear uh, for the Radio City Rockettes nice. in New York City. Yeah, so I had I had their hat maker uh, making my Jack Sparrow hat. Um, and then the, the, the same leather uh, working stuff that I learned from Travis, I uh, put into making my screen accurate X-Men 2 uh, Wolverine belt. Because his belt changed from the first movie to the second movie. Yeah. Uh, I think he I think he reused it in Origins. I gotta I gotta double check, but um, he he has these two little diamond shaped chevrons with one on his right hip, one on the one on his back left left hip. Yeah. And uh, they're just kind of randomly there, but they they look badass. And I, I always wanted that, and I couldn't find any pre made, uh, so I, I made it myself. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's just you know with the, the stuff that I learned from uh, from those guys, so that that's that's my plug for them. Uh, if you haven't um, haven't seen their stuff, go check it out. It's uh, it's official hero hair on uh, Instagram, but uh, they they are uh, phenomenal and they're helping me with a third cosplay that's coming up. Nice. You uh, on... by soon I mean Dragon Con because it's gonna take a little while. We were actually um, talking about that. We're we're I think we're considering going because. Uh... We're going to try to, uh, and, and for everyone else who is a fan of our show, we're thinking of actually bringing two to three boxes of Dead Bat shirts with almost like everything we talk about, our Instagrams and, and everything included, and then there's like a nice taco in the middle of the picture in the back of the shirt. Um, Probably going to throw like OBS in the back. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're, we're thinking of going because of that reason and because, well, I mean... I, I, the group's not going to say no to go into the ATL. I mean, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's... it's it, just... it, it was crazy. Uh, last year was the... So, um... Okay, so I had done a couple Pensacons. And then uh, a couple years... Uh, 2016, I did Fan Expo Dallas and uh, Wizard World Chicago uh, with the girl I was dating back then. Um, and, uh, you know, th- those, those were really huge cons and stuff like that. Those were the biggest that I had been to at that point. Pentacon was big, but nothing compared to Fan Expo or Wizard World. Yeah. And, and then, um, came back, uh, you know, took a break for a little bit, uh, came back to it, Fan Expo again, and then, um, uh, debuted my, my current Jack Sparrow and my current Wolverine at Dragon Con last year this past fall and i had no idea what to expect uh i i went by myself and uh like it was i I met so many cool people um and it's kind of funny how small the the cosplay community can be like because a month later i was at new york comic con and running into the same people uh, it was just crazy. Like I'm, I'm hanging out at this one booth. I turn left and I look and see like one of the cosplayers that stood out to me the last time. I even had a, got a picture with uh, with this individual while I was in uh, Dragon Con, and, and, and there there she is at um, New York. But um, yeah, it was it was just mind blowing going to Atlanta because it's like four or five hotels that are all connected with sky bridges and stuff like that, and it's just. It's 24 hours, 24 hours long over the five days, and it's just 24-hour nerdy gras. Uh, just nerds everywhere, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like, <laughs> um, I like, I literally ran into, or no, 
Van Dien ran into me. Um, like he, he literally just bumped right into me, and he was like, "Oh, sorry, bub," and, and or he didn't say bub, I said bub. Um, but uh, you know, you, you know, pat me on the chest and, and just kept on walking. I ran into Matt Smith. Uh, just in, in, in the restroom, I was washing my hands. I look over, and there's Matt Smith from Doctor Who uh, rinsing his face off right before he goes and does uh, a bunch of photo ops. Uh, and, and it, it was just so crazy. And, and then I, uh, I met all these other cosplayers. Uh, I think I was just walking on the street, and there was a, uh, there was a Domino and a Cyclops and uh, a Jean Grey, but they were all doing a like nightclub version like what would these guys look like after hours getting all dressed up uh and and they invited me along we went and hung out at hard rock had some drinks had some food uh there was a giant meetup among all the jack sparrows and pirates of the caribbean cosplayers like we all did one massive photo shoot so you might see some photos of those uh laying around uh the internet um and I met other Jack Sparrow cosplayers who were able to point me to some resources to improve even a few more things about this stuff. So, yeah, if you guys can go to Dragon Con, you know, do it. Um, oh, yeah. Just expect throngs of people. Like, throngs. I mean, if we do exactly what we did in Tampa, I'm pretty sure we're going to fit right the hell in. Because, I mean, we tore the yeah. house down in Tampa. I think we took care of the whole city. Like, I had the, uh, we had uh, my friend's JBL speaker. This was before I have my speaker, which I named Big Bertha. Uh, thank you for my girl, uh, like, my girlfriend got me that for uh, Christmas. And, uh, you know, before I had Bertha, I had our friend's speaker, and we fucking tore the house down, man. We were making, like, every other person being like, all right, this con is for real because <laughs> these people are making this shit real, like, honestly. And it, it wasn't just, like, me and maybe three others. I mean, you can even ask Kyle. His ass was dancing to that shit. Oh, yeah, dude, we had a fucking conga line going for a good couple hours. Nice. Yeah, there was, um, I was trying to get to a photo shoot, uh, with, uh, with one of my friends, and I, it was in the opposite direction as everything else, so I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm in full Jack Sparrow, and I start to cross the street at the crosswalk, and... Again, I like once once I'm in so okay. When I'm Logan or Wolverine, I'm I'm in and out of character uh, because uh, it, it's not nice to be a dick to kids. Um, but with Jack, I stay in character almost the whole time uh, to the best of my ability. And uh, so we're I'm about to cross the street and I see this just massive wave of people and I. I I didn't even intend to, but it just kind of happened. I just kind of stopped uh, in a very Jack Sparrow kind of way and, like, just did that weird little uh, swaggery pivot that he does, and I just sidestepped all of them, and I started walking along the side of the road instead of on the sidewalk because the the sidewalk was standing room only. Like, there was no possible way I could have gone against the, the flow of the crowd. Yeah. So I just walked along the edge of the street, and cars were stopping asking to take pictures of me and and then um you know other people were you know it, it was really funny and it actually just kind of gave me an opportunity to show off the cosplay so uh, and and that was the first day that i had worn it well uh worn that cosplay like ever so i was really happy with uh, how it turned out um, oh yeah um, I, just, definitely. I had a lot of fun with it 
I, I didn't want to bring this. It's probably this. the most jarring part of cosplay. You know, you get it. You get the costume of this character that you enjoy. And then like, oh, yeah. out of the blue, somebody's like, can I get a picture with you? Like, the first time that ever happened to me, I was like, oh, oh shit. Um, yeah, sure, I guess. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, like the first time, uh, it, it, it is definitely uh, pretty... Uh, different like i i don't think i was expecting it the first time i did that um, mm. it's a good point i uh i know kyle at some point either we'll bring it up on the next podcast or he'll you know what we might as well open the pandora's box it was Petsicon last year we were all hungry and shit and we decided to go to subway um <laughs> so I, i'm still deadpool at this point and we go I'm in here excited. Um, I'm just gonna let you know right off the bat, I am Deadpool 100% in, the way you are with, like, Captain Jack. Um, I'm just 100% in, and then my throat just, like, says, well, you just fucked yourself for two weeks. Um, but we go to this, uh, subway, and there's this guy that's there, and he, he kinda starts being a little bit of a, we, we start making it into a comedy show. And so I joke around with his friends, and he came out, and he said a couple, uh, really heckler-less heckler lines. And I was like, oh, you're fucked. You are fucked. We're going to make this a comedy show. I'm, I'm just going to destroy you. So, um, it, and, and he was like an 18 or older kid. So I was like, all right, cool. And, and I made sure. I don't think there was any kids there. Was there, Kyle? No. Yeah. There's like no kids and stuff. So I was I was going full on Deadpool. So I went ahead and I was, nice. jo- I was joking around with him. I, I, I joked around with his nose. And this is where the guy just fucking bailed. Um, I was just like, you know what, something, I just realized your nose nostrils are so big when you probably sneeze, it just fruit roll, like just fruit loops just come out of your fucking nose. No, that's no, he, he dropped this to this guy after a fucking string of jokes. Um, and he was like, hey, Toucan Sam, when you sneeze, the skills pop out. And his coworkers, this man's coworkers were fucking crying. They were, like, leaning on the bench. One guy was on his hands and knees on the floor laughing so hard. (laughs) It was was crazy. This kid kid goes into the back room, and his coworkers are like, do you want to go fuck with him some more? And John was like, let's do it, and he pulls the mask down. They let him into the back room to go look for this man. And John, like, muffled in the back. Hey, asshole, where are you? <laughs> I just... There's a certain limit I have. Like, if you're going to come out and, and you're going to... you're gonna Like, if you call me Deathstroke at a con, great. Like, that's the best line you got. I'll, I'll laugh with it, you know? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. I joke with that, too. Just because it's like, dude, that's everybody who does that to me. Like, Spider-Man! I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, when but a lot of people just don't know. Yeah, that too, and I just play you know, with it sometimes. It you know, I, I usually well, play to that fiddle. Like the little kids um, who come up to me and they think I'm Spider Man, I go with it because I don't want to hurt that kid's oh, feelings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no no no! But yeah, that that makes total sense. You know, now, I've seen him do it. Yeah, he'll make the he'll make the web gesture and he'll go, "Oh, I forgot my web shooters today," and I'm like, "Bro, that's pretty cool." Yeah. But there'll be that one asshole, that one guy that will be in the con, and he'll be like, 
Oh, Deadpool, you're ugly. Your, your face is ugly. I still get more pussy than you, pal. That's so rough. Just, <laughs> just, just raunchy. Just over. If if it's like a, and again, my my freaking demographic is frat kids, and and college kids. I usually get that whole demographic, and I usually just go with it because I mean that's that's usually what I so I I, I mean I'm able to make the jokes I want to. Uh, there was this one kid though, man. One kid that made me cry. Um, this kid was like the biggest Deadpool fan ever, which I had to question the parents' motives. But um, so I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to look up to the parents. And the parents, like I said, they had Star Wars shirts on. They were really cool. Like, he knows who you are, man. And so um, he gave me a hug. And he kind of did what uh, Kid Apocalypse did in uh, Uncanny X-Force and said that I was his hero. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy's going to make me cry in my fucking mask. Yeah. yeah, so I, I gave him a hug and I gave him a high five and I had to back away from it. I didn't get much of breathing room because we had another guy that called me Deathstroke, so. Yeah. <laughs> had, to, had to get up and handle that business. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just put that guy in his place. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the kids are one of the best. They're, they're not the reason I do it, but because I, I do it because I like the character and, and that's why I, I picked that character that's why I, I spent all the time and the money and everything on that but um, the, the kids are far and away the best part when you're actually doing the, the cosplay and when you see them uh, just completely buy into the character uh, it, it's amazing um, the um there was that that that's that first Pentacon that I went to. Uh, I started off with um, really crappy pistol that you know it, it's like one of those ones that you get from a Renaissance festival for like two bucks that looks, looks like a block of wood and the metal tube and it has a little captain hammer on it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I started with. And and actually, if you look at my Instagram and, and you look at some of the before and after. Uh, pictures you can see me holding that pistol um uh at pensacon there was a booth that was selling flintlocks like like replica flintlocks and i was in the process of buying one i picked one out it's gorgeous uh and i I still use it to this day um but while i was paying for it uh the the, this little girl like tugged on my sleeve i turn around and, and she's there and she's like can i take a picture with you and this, I think, was probably my first, like, interaction with, with a kid in in, uh, in cosplay. Mm. And I was like, well, absolutely. And I handed her the old, you know, uh, you know, Renfair cap gun. And I'm holding my my new flintlock for this picture. And, you know, I, I, I knelt down, so I'd be, you know, eye level with her. And we, her dad took the picture. And I stand up. I shove the new flintlock in my belt. I turn around. I sign for the, uh, the card. And I turn back around to walk away, and she's standing there, uh, and she looks like Oliver Twist. She's holding the pistol up with both hands, like offering it back to me. And I was like, "Keep it, love." And and uh, her eyes just like lit up, and she went running back to her dad and and, and like hugged him, and, and he was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, well, "I just upgraded." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, Me later, uh, later that day, uh, at the uh, the concession. 
concession stand. I was getting a, a beer or rum. I was getting rum because I was Jack. Um, I was getting a drink, and uh, he he bought it for me and was like, "You just made my daughter's entire weekend." And and so that was kind of my first real introduction into how much the kids can buy into these characters uh, when you either do the cosplay well or you do just be a character and you don't need that perfect cosplay because that, that costume back then was nowhere near perfect or screen accurate or anything like that but it was it was believable because you know I, I loved the character and I, I tried to be as uh, true to the performance as I could um, and then uh, just this weekend I was in Dallas Fan Expo and uh, there was this little jubilee that was adorable and she wanted a picture with me Aww. and her, her brother or her cousin uh, I, I don't know which but he was part of the same group I mean these kids are like seven or eight and uh, he was like are you really him? I was like yeah yeah and you're really Wolverine I was like yeah and he's like can I get an autograph and he holds up his arm for me to autograph his arm I was like uh yes um <laughs> pen, and and then like he asked to um, ask one of the the grown ups there for a pen and I was like and I took it and I was like are, are you sure you're okay with that and he's like ah he's just our nephew we don't care and <laughs> bro so so I signed his arm Logan Howlett and uh, it just made his like he he was jumping up and down uh, it was I don't know like the kids are the most rewarding part of the whole experience it is it really is honestly it, it's a it's a thrill especially kyle over here man um i think there was there's one kid we went to a really small con in swamp con uh in a, it's in gainesville and uh there's just one kid man i mean for like 20 30 minutes like he just him and kyle were just having like the best fucking time ever and he like really soaked in the idea Batman was in front of him and just, I mean, these are some of the times where like you would jump in and the whole group can bask in the glory of it. But I just, I saw that and I looked at my girlfriend. I'm like, nah, man, that that's a moment. You can't just let, let Kyle have that moment. That that's a really awesome moment. Oh my God. I remember that. This kid was in like a Pikachu onesie and he was sitting on his dad's shoulders and we were just like, we were talking back and forth. Um, and I was like, I was leaning in and looking down because, you know, it's 40 short while you're saying it's hard to hear through it. Um, and, you know, he was he was pointing at all the construction trucks and stuff because I guess they were uh, they were remodeling their campus. And um, we were talking about how much he likes construction trucks and stuff like that. And then he said this one thing that fucked me up. And he goes, can we be friends? And I was like, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes we can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I would not have been able to, no, Wolverine would be choking back tears. Uh, you know, I, I would have walked away. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, I did the, man. I did the whole Batman thing. I leaned in and I went, we are, we are friends. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that's like the perfect response. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's just awesome. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, I'm very much when I'm dressed as Logan. 
Logan or Wolverine, because um, I do, for those who are listening, I do um, X-Men 2 version of Wolverine. Uh, so I have I have the, the dark, you know, the leather jacket with the stripes on the arm. It's got the red uh, in the chevrons on the sides around the hips. Um, so it's, it's a screen accurate X2 version, X2 hair. Yeah. Um, uh, the the original trilogy claw, um, not the original claws, the original trilogy dog tag. The only thing that I don't do X2 is um, are the claws. I use the uh, Days of Future Past version of his claws. Um, that That's just my personal preference. So that, that, that's one departure. But um, I used to do the movie yeah, version. I, like, I try to stay in character, but when I'm talking to little kids as Wolverine, I'm I'm talking to them as me, and, and I'm gonna, I'll throw out some Wolverine jokes and stuff like that, but, uh, or some X-Men jokes, but when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm gonna be me talking to these kids, because we all saw Logan, and we saw how he handled kids. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, I, so, I it, figured. Oh, I was about to no, say, spe- I, I didn't have anything for that. <laughs> oh, it's all good, I, I was gonna give you a really funny one, too, uh. We went to, I think it was Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the MegaCon Tampa Bay we went. And uh, speaking of kids, and Lo and, and Logan being Laura, there was a uh, I think it was a deaf and blind Laura that was at the show. Oh wow! But she killed it. The second I showed up, she actually started bouncing around like Laura, right towards me, and so. I got in character. I, I didn't even miss a beat. I was like, yo, I'm going to jump in character for this. And it was Deadpool versus X-23. And the second she got in, she had her claws. And, like, she put on her glasses and everything. And she started charging at me. And I had the gun. And I was like, oh, oh, no. St- stand still. Stand still. No, I, how can Logan deal with this? <laughs> um, oh, man. And uh, I it's went up to her. Awesome. Yeah, she was, like, the I best mean- one. Um, yeah, I remember, um, I don't know if I told you this, but I know, I know I told John, um, we were at Pentacon, and, uh, you know that, that ramp that leads up to the second floor, so you can get down to the hall? Yeah. I, I was standing up there, and I'm looking down at the crowd, and people are looking up, and they're going, you can hear them go, it's Batman, it's Batman, because they can see my, uh, ears. Yeah, and I lifted the I lifted the wings and I did the Michael Keaton thing, and two kids got up on the bench and started running upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, man, the kids are the best part of the con, uh, especially when they're cosplaying too. Like, uh, I, I I think I posted a picture of it on my Instagram, but there were these two little zombie girls at Dallas uh, this weekend, and, and like. Their makeup was phenomenal. They looked like these were undead kids. But the best part was that these little, I think, four- and five-year-olds, like, that, that's how young they were. They're sitting there, and they're on chains. They're uh, connected to their dad, uh, Hip, who was also dressed like a zombie. Um, but they're, like, they'll tug on the, like, they'll, they'll kind of stumble around, and then they'll tug and yank on the chains, and they'll smack at you. Uh, like right after I took the picture of them, uh, the 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 older one, she she kept snapping at at my hands and like trying to scratch and I like she was chasing me around the con for a little while and I'm just sitting there, you know, like jumping back as she like trying to attack, uh, you know, I want to po- you know, and then people want to uh, get a picture 
or Wolverine versus these two little zombie girls. And so I'm posing for a second, and then she's, like, jumping at me, like, mid-picture. So, like, I, I literally am jumping away from these little zombies. Uh, but just when, when the kids get into the character that they're playing, it, it's so awesome. Or, or just when they're just, just in cosplay, you know? But yeah. they, these little girls, as young as they were, did probably the best zombie impressions I've ever seen. Like, they, they, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that, that sounds awesome as hell. Holy shit. Um... There was there's one question I wanted to ask before we get into the uh, the MCU stuff. We've all had uh, we've all had a character we've seen someone do a character that um, has just it's put you in that place you feel like that character like it's just mind blowing. Um, you'd be surprised with my answer, but um, I'm gonna start off with with you, Gallon, and then we'll do Kyle, and then we'll go back to me. What is the one character you've seen? Either as Wolvie or as uh, Captain Jack, that has just made you feel like, like, oh my God, like holy shit, this 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 man or woman is pulling off this cosplay. What do I do? Oh, like, and how do I react in, in my character? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. There was a really good Davy Jones at New York Comic Con, like with the the big snappy. Uh, you know, crab claws and everything. What? Uh, that was pretty intense, yeah. Um, you know, tentacle face and everything like that. And so we got a couple pictures where he was, you know, grabbing my throat with the, the pinchers. Um, mm, that's a tough question, though. Um, I, anytime I see somebody dressed as a Hulk when I'm Wolverine, I have to go and uh, start some shit with him. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, whether it's Lego Hulk, whether it's, uh, you know, armored, you know, or Ragnarok Hulk. If I see a Hulk, I'm going to go uh, start something with him. But um, I don't know. There was there was a really good Laura, like X-23 little girl Laura at New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was uh, she was about half the age as, as the actress in the, the movie, but... Like, this girl just, like, gave no shits. Like, she had that same attitude, like, okay, whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to talk to her. I'm like, this, this is amazing. And she's, she's just kind of, like, doing her own thing. And she's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, like, she, she just exuded that uh, X-23 personality. And, um, again, one of those amazing uh, child cosplayers that uh, just really uh, stumped you, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I that's a really tough question. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll probably have to go with those for now. I'll, I'll think about it though. Yeah, Kyle, what you got, buddy? So let me give you a couple. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a hero and a villain. Gotcha. Uh, so for the for the hero, it's when somebody pulls off like a damn good Superman. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that gets me because then I you know, then I got to run over there and fuck with him doing uh, BBS Batman. Not even like going off that idea, but I like um, I like both sides of it. The part where they they're like Tony and Cat, where they can antagonize each other and still be friends. Yup. Um. So I do that sometimes. Like I remember uh, the first 
Megacon I went to in my uh, original Batman in the armored suit. I saw a Superman and I said, hang on, John. We'll continue our conversation in a minute, but I gotta go. And John was like, what? what? And then he saw the red cape in the distance and he was like, oh boy. And I, I snuck up behind this Superman and I got real close to his ear and I went, Quark! And scared the shit out of him. <laughs> It's so awesome to see that. Uh, I my, mine's a long list because I feel like it's Marvel DC all the all the way. I'll start with DC before I get into Marvel. With DC, there's only one character, and 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 you're gonna laugh hard, Kyle. You already know what the character is. As Red Hood, there's only one character that just raises the antennas up, and it's the Joker. Um, there was. I can see. I can see Red Hood. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, there was one that played, played it well. It was the first time I ever did Red Hood. And, uh, this was like a rite of passage for Kyle. He was, I bet you Kyle was like in the background, like, all right, let me see if this fucker can really do Jason. Let's see how it really is. And, uh, and so there was a Joker there with a crowbar 
and just I jumped right in I jumped right in character and um, it was to the point where I asked them first if I can grab him because I ain't gonna grab this dude by the throat fuck that I'm from New York I already know what's gonna fucking happen um, so I, I grabbed him by the throat after I asked him and it was then that Kyle came in with the armored Batman suit and just saw me and like five seconds later we had a whole crowd like that entire little circle we were right next to uh, a couple boots right next to it and those boots were looking over too and, and I was like holy shit we got something going on here and we played the under the red hood scene where Jason throws the pivotal question you either choose him or you choose me and I was yelling this out uh, Gallon. I was yelling this like I really took it as just just the way that I really describe Jason is Nirvana the first album and Daddy Issues Okay. Yeah. That's that's really how I describe him, along with the comic knowledge that comes along with it too. So, you know, Kyle comes out full in just Batman. He's like, once the Kryptonian dies, then we'll take care of him. And at that point, I took like one of my pistols. I had like these really cheap pistols. I took the pistol and I slammed it towards his chest, and I was like, No, you give a damn, and you kill him. And I, I. If, if this was not an indicator of how good we did, I don't know what else is. There was this really overweight dude all the way on the other side with, like, a fanny pack and a tourist hat with a camera. And he was going, yeah! <laughs> um, so I knew me and Kyle struck gold uh, when we did it. Um, and that's what the first of Dead Bat. Oh, yeah, that's what really, really kind of brought Dead Bat together. Um... But for Jason, it's it's the Joker, it's Supergirl, it's anything that has to do with Kryptonians, it's it's Barbara, because in the comics uh, he's interested in Batgirl, but doesn't think that he has like the self esteem. Well, he doesn't have the confidence to talk to her. So there's okay. there's uh, there's Barbara, there's there's Damien. If I ever see that little shit in a con, I'm just gonna just rag that kid just so bad. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that shit. <laughs> Um, um, but it's it's me and me and Kyle were talking about just singing a Damien, and I'd be like, dude, I'm so in character. Let's 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 do this. Uh, for Marvel, it's a it's a good, and then it's a it's a oh shit. Um, with Deadpool, it's Spider Man, which again, Wolverine, which dude, that's a given. But then there's Sabretooth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know uh, a lot about the history between Deadpool and Sabretooth. I don't know if I should spoil what happens. Uh, I don't know much of their history. I know, obviously, all of Sabretooth and Wolverine's history. Yeah. Um, I need to look into that. Uh, the, the, the shortened context of it is that uh, Deadpool uh, loses Vanessa because of Sabretooth. Oh, well. Pretty tends to be a dick that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Vic. Um, and we saw one at MegaCon Orlando. We saw one. And we were actually going to another... Uh, we were going into uh, another session with somebody. I think it was outside the other... It was like the other side of the building. And we were walking towards it. And he passed me. And I had this chill. I've never had this before with any other character, but with, with Sabretooth. I almost stopped. And I looked at TJ and I was like, "He is so lucky that I have to do something else. I would have just it, it, you 
at, at that point, you guys would have seen the real serious Deadpool, where it's just yeah, which you don't see often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've wanted to portray that for a while for a little bit with certain characters because there is characters out there like, uh, and and I wanted to do this w- w- with you because um, we have uh, an individual. Her name is Liz, um, aka Elizabeth underscore Galaxy, and she does a tri- like she does a kick ass fucking uh, Psylocke, and um, the thing about uh, one of my favorite comics is uh, Uncanny X Force. Uh, Rick Remender wrote it, and. It was the team. Just to let you know, the team was comprised of Wolverine being the leader, uh, Deadpool, Archangel, uh, another mercenary called Phantom X, and it was uh, Psylocke. I don't know. Oh, happened? Psylocke, right? Yes, it was Psylocke. Yeah. Um. So, and the first, the first uh, real story, the real, uh, the the story that brings them all together is uh, Kid Apocalypse, and what do they necessarily do? Um. Do you kill a kid? Oh, for... I remember that one. Yeah. Okay. Like. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, they've got him, like, captured, right? Yeah, they have him captured. Yeah, I, I've read that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, like, the the overall question, and uh, I'll never forget it. I think I was crying a little bit where uh, they called him Evan, going off of his real name being N7 or, and uh, Evan hugs Deadpool and says, you've been a real hero. I was like, damn. That, that was me when I was seven years old, you know? Um so I'm like, when I saw that, that was a lot of me hugging Wade, because, you know, when when I was seven, eight years old, you know, I mean, there was kids who loved Spider-Man, there was kids who loved Wolverine, and, and, and yeah, I had like a Weapon X collection for, for, you know, Wolverine, but at that very point in time, I really was taken to this character, you know, and so to kind of see where it's come up to where you read something like that, that just took me full circle, so if I did see a Kid Apocalypse too, I probably would lose my shit. You know, big yeah. time. Um, so it's it's one of those pivotal moments where it's like, if I see a character like that, you'll see a whole different side of Wade that I've I've been wanting to show for a very long time. Because people think he's just slapstick comedy, and I'm like, no, he's not just fourth wall breaking slapstick comedy. There's way more to this guy. Um, he's a guy. Oh, yeah. He's a guy that underneath all of that is a guy that just wants to fucking die. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but. You know, and and I'm I'm looking forward to him being in the MCU, honestly, which leads me to uh, Infinity War. Um, I gotta, I I, I want to hear the excitement, guys. It's it's this hey. month. So psyched! Like uh, <laughs> um, I've been, uh, and I mentioned this yesterday talking to you guys, but uh, I have been uh, rewatching the entire uh, MCU, uh, Phase One, Phase Two, and and, and now Phase Three. Uh, I hadn't gone back to those original Phase 1 movies in a long time. Uh, it, it had actually been a couple of years since I had seen the original uh, versions, or the original movies, and uh, they, they, they still just hold up so much. They're so good. And now, I can, you know, having seen some of the later, you know, Phase 2 and 3 movies, going back and seeing, you know, stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that character was in this because it had just been so long between viewings yeah um yeah dude i i i am so psyched uh and i'm like avoiding uh spoilers as, as much as possible like i don't know I, I try not to speculate like oh what do you think's gonna happen i'm like i don't want to know i don't want to know i want to i want to see it happen and that's when i want to know like yeah I don't exactly wanna, i don't want to try and figure it out beforehand yeah um, 
definitely. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's the same with myself. Um, you know, with Thanos and seeing the culmination of things, it's like, bro, let's get it on. Let's finally see what you know what the MCU can bring to the table for Thanos. Because I remember when I was again when I was a kid when I was reading. Uh, I was going back into the old 70s comics, reading uh, the Infinity Gauntlet and just what he's capable of doing. Everyone's talking to me about, oh man, he doesn't know what to do, he's in a chair. The point of it is, he needs to sit down. You don't want him to stand up, then, because then you're fucked. <laughs> you know, um, Kyle, well, man. man like, he sits down like a problem. <laughs> like, just the way this man takes his seat, you know he's going to be an issue if he stands up. Yeah. Definitely. It's it's crazy, man. Uh, Kyle, man, give it to me. Because I know you're excited for this shindig, too. Holy fuck. Alright, so... Dude, I think... If you're a comics fan, and you're not hyped, what the fuck is going on? Like, I have questions, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, if you if you read those comics, then you know what happens in Infinity War. Um, but there are people like me who didn't get to read a lot of comics when they were younger, and now I'm delving into the older comics, um, and I haven't read Infinity War yet, so I'm really curious to see what happens. Yeah. I'm in that same boat. I, I read a couple sporadic comic books here and there uh, as a kid, but I never really, you know, followed any story arcs. You know, the X-Men World is my favorite. Uh, I started with a Wolverine action figure. Before I knew who Wolverine was, I was at, like, a, an outlet store, and there were, it, it was, he wasn't even in the package. He was in a Ziploc bag because somebody had opened them. Yeah. And he was missing parts. He just had his little clip-on mask. It was the, one, the old ones in the brown and tan costume, and, like, you could pull the claws into his arm. Yeah. And, like, inside. And he had, like, a little clip-on mask that almost, like, doubled as, as a ring, like a little Wolverine ring. And I don't know why. I, I was, like, seven, maybe eight at the time, and I just latched on this little action figure in the most serious way, and I, I, I begged my parents to get it, and, and they did, and then, um, uh, like, I don't know, six months later, the cartoon show came out, and I was like, this is Wolverine, and I, it just, it, I've been fixated on that character ever since, he, he has stayed my superhero, my favorite superhero for I uh, I don't know 
just the fact that you said X Men Legends, Kyle, you already have like infinite brownie points. If we can go and make another infinite out of that, you just got it because I just heard X Men Legends. <laughs> Yo. Um, it was it was with the Wolverine. Like I think he had um, the figure had like an orange and black suit. If I'm right. Yeah, he had an orange and tan suit. He had a, a yellow and black suit, which you could definitely find on Etsy as well. Um, he, he has a blue and yellow suit, which that's the, that's the most familiar one you could see out there. Um, yeah. You know, he, he has a he has a good wide variety of suits out there of what he has, but like, you know, the the movie version and well, the one that Hugh Jackman was teasing for fucking ever, which was the one he posted on his freaking uh, Instagram, was the one that I wanted to see him wear. Uh, just yo, I actually was really, yeah. I actually really wanted oh. to see that one, um, just because it's like, I hey, I was hoping to see that in Days of Future Past because that was the tease for, um, that was the, the Wolverine tease when they were the the Yeah. Uh, to get a chance to see Wolverine with with that mask. In fact, I might try to do that. Like, because you can get a 3D printed version of that that cowl. Yeah. But we have no idea what the rest of the suit looked like. Just that it was black and yellow leather. Um, I I'm, I'm starting to think doing a Days of Future Past like armor suit with that cowl would be pretty badass. I, you probably would have me fangasming all over you because of just the fact of the nostalgia of that cow. Uh, that's the first thing I'm going to probably be doing. I'm probably going to be going, you're going to be like, wait, is there a difference between John and Wade? Because I don't know. And it's like, there isn't at that point. Um, just, it's crazy. Um, for me, this is a pipe dream, guys. Um, I'm still waiting for someone to shake me out of the, uh, the idea that this is all a dream because... To be honest with you, man, I was that kid in the Bronx reading comics, and I never thought that this would ever translate into a movie. Never. None of this. Um, I yeah, was... so, so to me, it was like, um, when I was a kid growing up, it was, it was literally, it was Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and um, Batman, right? Um, and that was just really what it was for me, and then I didn't really... I didn't delve into Marvel a lot. It was more DC. So, like, for DC, I knew, you know, other heroes other than Batman existed. But for me, Marvel was Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really get a chance to know these other heroes. So when uh, Iron Man came out, I was like, that looks really cool. And I, I started watching the trailers for it, and I was like, we should go see that. And so me and I remember me and my dad went down on like an afternoon on a Saturday. And we sat in the theater and the theater was like empty and we watched Iron Man One. And I was like, Holy shit. So that's what another Marvel superhero was? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I started I started watching the other ones and um it's just like I can't believe that the Avengers happened. I know, uh, right? Yeah. That's it's still in my top five of all superheroes is Avengers One. 
Definitely. Yeah, I can only imagine what that was like for people that that, that grew up on those comics to see those mm-hmm. superheroes in live action on the big screen together. Yep. I could actually give you my reaction then because. I took my friends. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, Galen. I, don't, I mean, we've talked outside of the uh, the podcast, and uh, I used to do uh, fighting games for uh, like like competitions and shit. And uh, I took my friends to go see the movie. And when I saw that little circle panned out scene where you saw all five of them, that was a basketball game. I cheered my ass off seeing those those five. <laughs> Yo, like right at that that end fight, that movie. Yeah. Oh my! Yo, I got up and I cheered because again, this is one of those things where you ask people who read comics from the '90s, this is something we never thought would ever fucking happen. So when we saw something like that, but fuck Deadpool for a minute, just seeing the Avengers in a movie is just some next level shit. I never would have believed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's still mind-boggling to me that we have not only one uh, Avengers movie, but you got Age of Ultron and this fucking movie coming out. It's like, whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, I, the MCU has just done, like, okay, I, I'm always going to be an X-Men fan first and foremost. They, they, that was the superhero that I, you know, I had seen Batman and Superman first. Or, you know, long before I knew what the X Men were, uh, but X Men just—you know—I I will always be an X Men fan. But uh, what what they've done with the MCU and even their weakest movies are still badass. Yeah. Uh, and still do a lot to contribute to the the continuing storyline. Um, it, it's just and, and the the casting has been perfect every step of the way. Um, uh, a few uh, redemptions for uh, some earlier uh, individuals uh, who may have played human torches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we we got like okay, uh, uh, totally blanking on his name, um, but Captain Captain America when when he played oh, Chris Evans, uh, Human Torch. Um, yeah, I'm normally really good with actors' names. I'm just blanking. Um. That was hot um, ass, by the way. I cannot imagine any other actor playing Captain America. Uh, Chris Evans defined that role, the you know the way Hugh Jackman defined uh, Wolverine, Tony Stark, or I'm sorry, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Well, I'm convinced Robert Downey Jr. is just being himself on on the screen. He's not <laughs> actually acting; he is just not forgetting his line. Because um, I, I that's but uh, with um, oh, just all of them, but Chris Evans and then Michael B. Jordan uh, as Killmonger in Black Panther. Yeah, man. Like, dude, I, I was loving, like, I was loving the movie to begin with, and uh, and then he shows up, and, like, because he had a couple scenes earlier on, and you're like, okay, I, I mean, I know he's going to be one of the bad guys, okay. And then he just shows up and, like, just hijacks the whole movie 
Like, yeah. It was his movie at that point. Uh, the, everything else was, uh, uh, you know, supporting him. Uh, he he, uh, just, uh, he he needed that redemption. Like as an actor, he needed that second chance because uh, you know the Fantastic Four movies just uh, you know never do well. Oh yeah, that last one was hot ass. Change, but uh, what's that? That last one was hot ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was complete ass. Like just just everything about it. You the casting, Doom. I think I was sad at Doom. I, I think I fell right into just hardcore depression seeing Doom. That wasn't Doom. Yeah. That was a homeless guy running around with a fucking party city mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad. I was like, "Damn. You 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 fuck up the one villain." That is so easy to pull off. Just give him some bravado and some middle, like medieval kind of feeling to him, with like the belt and everything else, with like the metallic alloy powers. Like, how the fuck do you mess this character up? Like, that's what I said. Um, but John, but John, it's okay because the apocalypse came out. You know, you need to go really fuck yourself. <laughs> that movie was terrible. You know what? Fuck it. We'll get into it. Because Gallon's never heard me rip that movie in two. Wait, which one? Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. I, it was a letdown after Days of Future Past. I still like it. Days of Future Past. Wow. Days of Future Past was really, really... I, I gave that movie a nice 8 out of 10 because of the nostalgia factor of that comic. Uh, I think okay. Jim Lee, Jim Lee, which is actually going to be at Megacon, he actually did the art for that entire comic. And it was beautiful. Like, when I was a kid, my, I was so fixated. I don't think homework was ever done when my parents gave me that comic. Um, <laughs> because it was that great. I mean, the art style, the story. First of all, Kitty Pride was supposed to go to the future. I mean, the, the, the past. Oh, I, I know, but, I but, mean. But it's, it's Hugh Jackman. Kitty Pride was always the support character. In, like, Hugh Jackman is the star of the X-Men movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was cool they, with that. So the two that he cameoed in. Yeah. But, um, but, and, and that's kind of just, uh, one, Hugh Jackman's, you know, the, the you know, he's the star. Uh, he's, he's the biggest name in the movie, so they're just going to do that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, also, just fans in general probably wanted to see more Wolverine than Kitty Pride. But I think that's why they... Uh, had her tied to his time travel. Yeah. Like, uh, because that was the one thing that I was like, wait, she walks through walls. She doesn't, like, send people back in time. Um, and I think that they had just kind of gave her a secondary power to keep her in the loop yeah. uh, of the story just because the original did rely on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And which is completely fine. I was, I was, I was happy with that. They did some things along the way that I was very happy of. The plane scene where it's Magneto and Professor X and him. Wolvie just straight up made Magneto like small after he decided to be a prick, and I loved it so much. He was just like, "Yeah, you. So you were always an asshole." And he just goes into that whole thing, and then afterwards, at the end, he's like, "Um, are you gonna pick that shit up?" I was like, "I, I loved that whole scene." That movie is one of two that, when I saw it, 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 it was the movie I needed to see, like, as a fan. And, and I haven't read the, the comic. Um, I, I 
I want to, but I know there are a couple different versions, and some have like extra issues that are mixed in with like the so the hard cover is different from the soft cover. So I yeah, sat down to read that, but um, like that was the movie that 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 I needed at the time. You know, this is the movie you deserve, the movie you need. That was what I needed. Like I was so fucking happy with that movie uh, that I, I was I was misty eyed at the end of it just because it. it it didn't just meet my expectations because I had some really high expectations. I tried not to, um, but it, it like blew my expectations out of the water for just how good the story was. And so, like that that is that is my favorite superhero movie, uh, Days of Future Past. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and, and then the Road Cut came out, and that's even better, uh, if you can believe that. It's half an hour longer. Uh, and they added in a whole bunch more character development, a whole side mission to rescue Rogue in the future, um, and and it's just it's uh, it's so good. But yeah, that, so that like I know it doesn't follow, you know, the the book super closely, but uh, you know most comics that do follow the book super closely, Zack Snyder, uh, don't get received too well. Well, um, yeah, and I'm only asking for a certain percentage. Like with Deadpool, I got a good sixty percent of it from the uh, the books, um, which okay, yeah, which is good. That's a great medium, you know. Like sixty yeah. percent, the other forty you could change. Because uh, let's be real, that old 1990s Captain America book with the devil horned eagle wings, yeah, that followed the comic really well. Except that you couldn't take that seriously for shit. Uh, the the 1990 Captain America. Yeah. Oh, dude, my sister got that for me as, as a, a prank gift, and I watched that, and it is so bad. Um, it, it was kind of revenge, because uh, she's obsessed with Batman, and I got her the uh, copy of the 1966 Batman movie with Adam West, and... What was that? Quick Robin, grab my shark repellent. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, uh, so she got me back by giving me Captain America, the collector's edition of the 1990 movie, uh, which was terrible. Uh, yeah. Um, my my family does a lot of like prank gifts. So that seems to be most of what we get each other. I I remember my best friend of like ten years. Uh, he, he, he made a joke a year after Origins. I don't know if I ever told you this, Kyle. But uh, he was like, hey, John, so Origins, the DVD came out. I'm like, on, shut up. And he's like, but, but, but dude, that ending, I swear, we're not being friends after this. Shut the hell up. Um, just so, be- so he really did find a way to shut you the hell up? Yeah, he actually did. Because... <laughs> Because anyone who brings up to me that Origins was a good movie it just needs to go to prison and watch Batman and Robin for the rest of the time they stay there. Um, just because that whole ending was fucking terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, I laugh at it now, but, like, that was Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Get the hell out of here, dude. <laughs> I, so the first time I watched it, and, and it's a guilty pleasure of mine because I know it's a terrible movie, but I, like certain aspects of it um actually my favorite scene is uh ryan reynolds um when he first breaks it like at the beginning of the movie yeah the elevator scene through everybody 
and then he's like, okay, people are dead. Yeah, that's the best um, fucking scene. Like, that, that was the best scene. But um, the, uh, the inconsistencies with his claws, with, with Wolverine's claws, uh, after, like, I, I was never a fan of the bone claws. I know it was necessary to the story and it's true to the comics. I, just, I never liked them. Uh, give me the adamantium uh, mm. all the way. But um, it was just really inconsistent. Anytime he was holding the physical prop, uh, in his hand, he had the old school original trilogy style where the claws were like thicker and um, like from edge to back. And so, like, they, they were actually cutting, they were still coming out of his knuckles, but they were big enough that they you'd see them on the back of his hand. Um, and if you watch the original trilogy, you see a, a, like the root of the claw, the tang, if you will, uh, if we're talking blades, uh, the tang of the, the claw is exposed on the back of his hand yeah. because the claws are that big. Um, so anytime he had the physical prop in his hand, you could see those because they were still using, I'm, I'm guessing, some of the original props. Um, and then anytime they were doing the CG version, it was the smaller one and you're only see- and they're coming straight out of the knuckles and the back of his hand is completely clean. And like, being a Wolverine fan who has been obsessed with his claws since age seven, um, like it drove me insane. Like, why are you changing it? Um, like you had them perfect. Don't fucking change it. And and if you are going to change it, keep it consistent. Like it was, yeah. it was very from scene to scene, and it was driving me insane. Um, and, and that's like all plot holes and weak story and and everything else aside that bothered me more than anything else um and, and I, I didn't like the initial change to his smaller you know the, the thinner claws initially but uh, if you've seen my cosplay those are the ones I have now because they grew on me and they are my favorites now but they just look meaner like they flare out like when, when it starts to curve towards the point like they kind of flare out and just they, they look meaner yeah the only reason why my friend brought that up is because I was so pissed off I got my money back um, oh wow! Really? Yo, I was a I'm a Deadpool fan full and through, and like I was mm-hmm. I was like a four I think I was 13, 14 years old. Yo, that manager I think quit like the year after. Um, I was pissed. Like I, I feel bad doing that now. Like I'll never do that shit. I wanted to do that during Wonder Woman, but you know whatever. Um, so, you know it's it's like with uh, with Origins, yeah, I got I was so livid, bro, that I got my money back and I think we blew like fucking 20 bucks, the 20 bucks I had on Pizza Hut. That was way better than the fucking movie. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. it's crazy. Um but with yeah. with uh with Apocalypse, yeah. Um just Gallon, I want you to sit back and and Kyle's going to laugh hysterically because you're about to hear exactly what I have to say about fucking X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. Kyle, are you still there? Yeah, yeah still here. Okay. Oh, Kyle, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Kyle's at the ready. Like, oh my god, this man's gonna rip this movie in two. Uh, again, I don't really fucking care. Let's do it. This movie got a four out of ten and was even lower than Batman versus Superman to me. Um, just because. Just yeah, this movie just straight took a dog shit all over N. Sabinor's whole fucking story. Like, if the character, if there was an action figure of, like, Apocalypse, that should have been a move, in the movie more so than what we got. Like, don't get me wrong, 
um, Oscar Isaacs, great actor, but should have never yeah. been Apocalypse. Period. Yeah, I don't think he looks the part. Um, and he he acted his ass off, but they gave him shit to work with. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I wish I could be Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. If I was in that screen, I would have told somebody, grab your fist and punch him as hard as you fucking can. Because honestly, I was that fucking pissed. I sat in the theater <laughs> and like in the, in the middle of that entire movie and I'm just like, all right, I already have low expectations. They fucked my character up so bad I don't even know who he is anymore. But they made him great, so whatever. Um, so I'm watching this. And I, and I could just picture it now. I'm like, I'm seeing him get the entire horseman together. And I'm like, you're supposed to make me believe Psylocke is a credible enemy when that looks like something that I got at, in, a, in a China store, like, if I'm starting day one on cosplay. <laughs> what? I like her outfit. I just thought she needed more character development. Like, she seemed like she was kind of thrown in there. As a almost a placeholder, no, um, <laughs> like Jason Todd. As a nod, as, as a nod to the fans, like, oh, hey, we got Psylocke in there too. Check it out. Um, but it really didn't seem like uh, it, it didn't seem like her character was as developed as it should have been. Yeah. Um, and then same with Angel. Like, uh, I've always liked Angel. Uh, I Angel, I think, has gotten a raw deal in both movies he was in. Because uh, I like Ben Foster, I've always liked that actor. He did a good job playing Angel, I thought, um, mm. but he was in a bad movie, and he had very little screen time to really develop the character um, or to do anything cool other than catching his dad. Um, the, uh, the the new guy is you know, a lot more angry. He, uh, you know, a lot more like Archangel, um, and that was cool. I loved the way he looked with those wings. I've always liked. Archangel and his wings, and someday that might be a cosplay of mine, um, just because I, I, I like wings. But um, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't hate it the way you did. I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I just thought it was a, a bit of a letdown, especially after Days of Future Past, which in oh. my mind is the best X Men movie ever, it's, followed by X Men Two. See, I can sit on that and be like. I can actually go with that that statement. That 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 makes a lot of sense to me. When when someone I had one person tell me X Men Apocalypse was a good movie, I had to stop what I was doing, which was my own job, to look at him and be like, "You really just want to see God today, don't you?" Just just <laughs> what in the fuck is your no, problem? That's okay. That's okay, John. Uh, Spider Man: The Clone Saga exists. No, you need to shut up about that fucking comic too. Fuck you. <laughs> That whole comic is ass from, like, beginning to end. When you close the book, you contemplate your life decisions. Should I jump off a bridge or just the roof of my complex? So, actually, like, um... When we were at the convention, I actually sent John a picture of Spider-Man the Clone Saga. And then when we met up later on in the day, he looked at me and he just went, You troll motherfucker, you know what you did. Yeah, because that comic was ass. You added a whole Wu-Tang Clan and Spider-Man was like, oh, that's a great story. No, this is oversaturated Spider-Man. Let me just get Ben Riley and, and Peter Parker. I'm fine. You know, you, you didn't need, like, 
the fucking New York City Spider-Man, like the NYPD. You know, it, it, it was goofy as shit. But, like, back to, like, Apocalypse, I'm just going to get to the funny parts here. Oh, hold on. Oh, shit. Okay, hold on, guys. Apparently, Wolvie just called me, and I, I guess he I guess he didn't. Oh, man. I guess we're having some technical difficulties here. Um, hold on one second, okay, dude? So here at Deadbat, we have a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, if for your convenience, you should know that uh, these technical difficulties do tend to happen. I just don't tend to really, uh, I don't tend to do this a lot um, when it comes to the, the edited stuff. So I'm calling up Wolvie right now. Holy shit, he's probably calling me like right now wondering what the fuck's happening. Hey. Hey, don't worry about it. Everyone knows that we have technical difficulties, so I'm calling everybody back. Okay, well, because uh, I accidentally just hit the power, the, the disconnect button. Uh, I muted, I had some pizza delivered. And, oh. Uh, I muted it while I was dealing with the delivery person, and uh, I pulled it out of my pocket to unmute. Okay, everyone back? There you go. I'm back. Okay, so, oh, you, had a, you, so you, you ordered pizza? Yo, you are just like I actually was feeding for some, so I, I have some in the fridge. I don't know, I might get some after this, but yeah. So since you have pizza, you can enjoy this fucking shit because I'm about to destroy this fucking movie. Um, so man, this movie makes me so salty. Um, I, I will get into the part where it really did. I was sitting in the theater and I watched the final battle, right? The final battle between the X Men and Apocalypse. And, and Apocalypse and the mind battle, which I thought was hilarious. I'm not even going to laugh. I felt rude because I was laughing the whole time. Um, Like, literally, everyone was like, oh! and I'm like just in the back crying hysterically laughing at what I'm seeing here. And everyone's like, wow, what a fucking asshole. But I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. Well, I mean, that's a true statement. What happened? Well, it's a true statement. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> it's all good, dude. Um, but uh, they were just like, they looked at me like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Dude, this is a mind battle." You realize I have this all the time. Oh shit! I think I lost him too. Oh man. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, you guys on? Yeah. Okay. Gallon, you there? I think I lost him too. Holy shit. John, I'm going to need you and your phone to get your shit together. No, it's not my phone, honestly. Holy shit. Well, here at Deadbat, we have experiencing technical difficulties. So right now, I'm going to call back, um, call back the two of them right now. So hold on one second, buddy. is not the day today honestly it's like the gods are telling us nah we don't want you to do anything oh oh okay hold on let me let me let me pick this one up yeah this is hold on hold on yeah this is crazy we've never had this problem i gotta i gotta call you first 
I know we're also going to pick this up on the podcast as well. This is what happens when I don't edit anything. And quite frankly, we just go into technical difficulties. So it's like, bruh, like this is cray to the nth degree. Okay. We're going to try this again. Okay. So I got you. Give me one second, buddy. Okay. Do, do, do. So. What's up? Hey, okay, hold on. I'm merging the call. Okay. Okay, cool. I don't know what happened, but it was not my phone. Yeah, I have no idea. It's all good in the hood. Trust me, this also will be on the other uh, podcast, the technical difficulties, because that's the funniest part about it. Um, Dropping calls. Oh yeah. So getting to the part where I just got, I I just laughed so hard uh, when Jean Grey got into the Phoenix, and just I saw the huge just CG Phoenix shit, and I was like. Oh man, that's cool. I didn't know Yu-Gi-Oh was part of X-Men. The Wings Dragon the Rock. You know, and so I, I decided you. to do I the fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking troll. <laughs> um, that was one of my what I what I thought was the coolest thing. Okay, my favorite part you can probably guess was you know Wolverine's uh, rampage through the Weapon X facility. Uh, oh, that was the best scene, yeah. It was just awesome watching him actually tear people apart. Hell yeah, um, dude. I mean, literally blood everywhere. Because in any other movie we've seen up until that point, I mean, they they keep it, you know, pretty, uh, um, you know, uh, clean, I guess. And uh, that movie, and then followed by Logan, just, just watching him actually cut people apart and... Not just like do a quick flash and then okay we we his claws cut so cleanly that there's almost no blood okay that's great um, no like watching him actually tear people apart was just awesome so that that was one of my favorite scenes in in the uh, in the movie and then the second uh, the other scene was when Gene uh, just goes you know a little bit like Phoenix on her on uh, Apocalypse there yeah I just. I don't know what came about that. I was with my two friends here in Bradenton, and they just could not stop laughing. I mean, I felt really bad trolling this fucking movie, but I was trolling this fucking movie. Like, I saw that, and I was just like, the ring dragon of rah! And I'm just like, and they're like, wow, John. I'm like, listen, when you bring the ring dragon of raw and it burns Apocalypse's clothes right the fuck off, and now he's naked, he looks like a smurf. For Christ's fucking sake. He looks like a... I was like, you know what? Let's not label the X-Men Apocalypse. Let's call it X-Men when the Smurfs finally fucking attack. Uh, I forget what it was, but like it was even before the movie came out. And... We take it back to the days of yes, Charlie. We're holding on to what's golden. On the stage, I'm raging, I'm rolling. We're not calling. We take it back to the days of yes, Charlie. 